Irish take over. Six and change to go. Good run. Working through Williams on the move. Kyron Williams holds on and goes all the way to the five and in for a touchdown. What a run. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on a football Friday. A lot of NFL still to get to. Gilles Gallant will join us about 20 minutes from now to give us some of his favorite plays for this weekend. But let's dive into a little college football for this weekend. And we know there's a big one that should be happening on Saturday night. For some reason, they're playing in the afternoon, driving me crazy with the big noon kickoff. But it is a big game. It's in your neck of the woods, Joe. Wisconsin, Notre Dame at Soldier Field. Uh, it's a cool, it's a cool place to have the game, and they, obviously, you said it earlier the week they haven't played in years, so it's it's a fun little, you know, start of the season or fourth week of the season, um, non-conference or at a conference game. I, I'm interested in the game. Uh, I don't expect us to have a high-flying, high-scoring affair, though. It's all right. Soldier Field kind of sucks, honestly. Do you ever see it from yeah. the outside? It's disgusting. It looks yeah. like a spaceship yeah. just landed in the middle of downtown Chicago. It's it's pretty well, ugly, argue, and they're gonna move from would, there. I would argue most football stadiums stink. Like, there's just yeah. – like, baseball stadiums have – like, there's a uh, interesting – like, they're, they're unique, right? Football stadiums mm-hmm. are all kind of the same. Have you ever seen – I'm sure you have because they had a Super Bowl there, but the new uh, Meadowlands up in North Jersey? Yeah, it's yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. It's it's awful. It's like – like, at least Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia is kind of unique. It's like – it's the Eagles stadium. But they made the Giants-Jets stadium. They wanted it to be a stadium each of them could use, right? It's a shared stadium. It's just, yep. like, gray and bleak and, like – like it's gross like because it's shared. usually yeah. right i don't think most football stadiums are great lambo is probably you know obviously so unique. i was just gonna say yeah they were supposed to play this last year up at lambo obviously right. that one was canceled but yeah i am looking forward to the game overall down to five and a half midweek when we were talking about this game it was sitting at six and a half really right. like notre dame obviously the better number there but I, i'll still play notre dame even uh, if you get to five and a half i don't know that it's going to get back to closer to seven. I'm not sure that's going to happen with the support Notre Dame gets on a weekly basis. Not impressive first couple weeks, obviously. Looked a lot better against Purdue uh, with with zero turnovers in that one. And the, the, the key there uh, was really just about the defense, not giving up the big play like they did over the first couple of weeks. Uh, the line play, the Wisconsin D-line against the Notre Dame offensive line, that's where the Badgers have the big advantage. But I still think this is just too many points. I see this uh, being a Notre Dame upset or just a one-possession game. So I'm going to gobble up those points and take the Irish. I like Notre Dame on the spread as well. And I'm also thinking about maybe taking the under um, 46 and a half. Wisconsin's offense ranks 128th. They don't really have a bunch of explosive plays. It's the Jack Cohn revenge game. Um, And Cohn threw for 366 yards and four TDs while completing 74.3% of his passes in his Notre Dame debut. Um, an overtime win over Florida State. Uh, Wisconsin is going to be the best team the Irish will have faced so far. Uh, and I think it's a big chance for them to make a statement. I think they step up and do that. Yeah, if Wisconsin can't play well in this spot, they're not good. They have, they have a bye. They had a bye last week. They're coming off a bye. So, like, they had right. two weeks to prepare for this game. That should, in, in theory, give them a leg up. It, it will come down to this, and this is why I think it's a low-scoring game. Wisconsin's going to run the football. Like, that's what they do. They've run it okay the first couple weeks. Notre Dame has been not great against the run. That's where it is. Like, if Notre Dame could be decent against the run, I'm with you guys. They're going to cover. They might win this game. 
I just wonder if if they push Notre Dame around a little bit. The the market clearly agrees with Aaron on this total. When we were talking about this game earlier in the week, it was sitting at forty seven. Now we're all all the way down to forty five and a half this morning. Oh, it wow. wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if that continues to dip. All right, let me throw a game in that that I'm interested in, and maybe more than I I normally would be because for years now. You know, you watch Clemson when they play in these big games. You know, they play someone once in a while during the season. They played Georgia to start the year, Notre Dame last year. But for the most yep. part, we don't have to tune into Georgia until they get to the playoff because you know they're going to be there. I don't feel that way about this Georgia team. We had Kenny White on yesterday. He mentioned how good he thinks NC State is. Mm-hmm. I think NC State is going to cover the 10. And, guys, I think NC Boy. State has a chance to win this game. I don't like this. so short. Yeah. I don't like this Clemson team. I just think up front they're not that good. So Dabo Sweeney, 25-23 and against the spread as road favorites. So it's not like they always blow teams out in the ACC when they're supposed to as road favorites. So that is, you know, it's probably a toss-up on the the line at 10. But here's what's really interesting to me. You look at that NC State defense, they've dominated so far. I mean, they are holding opponents to 2.7 yards per carry. They get off the field on third down. Like the Clemson team I've seen so far, they don't look capable of just going in there and blowing them out. I think this is close, and I won't be surprised at all. Is this an afternoon game on Saturday? I imagine it is. You're, you're very concerned about this. You're very concerned about the timing. Well, because, yes. because I like the Saturday night college stuff. Like that's when I could sit down and actually kind of jump in and watch it. The afternoon, you know, Saturdays could be crazy. But I, I think NC State could win this game outright. Their defense is really good, and Clemson yeah. – I just – I don't see it yet. I mean, I, I can't get out of my head what Georgia did to them. They just pushed him around. And DJ, maybe he's going to be really good. He's not really good yet. Yeah, that's where they've had all their issues, Clemson. Uh, my concern with the NC State defense, yeah, you look at every number, and they've been superb. Furman, South Florida, Mississippi State, and that was, that was on the road, but they did give up 20, 24 points in that one. But, yeah, you look at this, uh, nobody was expecting this. Nobody. Everybody was saying, hey, Heisman contender, he's up there. And based off the action uh, last year with DJU on the field, like you you understood why he was near the top of the Heisman. They're, they're outside the top 100 in EPA per play. So not not a lot to trust there. I just look at it and think, okay, have we, have we come a little far with a small sample size where Clemson is only favored by 10 against NC State and and that might be the case so I, I'm, I'm not going to be taking NC State Tigers also uh tough to support right now do you know what the name of this rivalry game is by the way you know how, like the Big Ten like when they have the, the I didn't play know it was a yeah of course yeah it's it's called the textile bowl no it's not I'm it's telling not you. what it is what, oh what does that mean God. sounds is like that a company fest. It's the textile bowl. I mean, I, I just so I just searched. I was looking for an article I was reading on this game last night. So I just searched Clemson and, and North Carolina State just to find that article, and it came up. This is the textile bowl. Um, it's derived from the fact it's what 1981. I've never known this. So it's derived from the fact that Clemson and NC State have two of the largest university level textile schools in the world, and and obviously this is. Uh, that area of the country, the Carolinas. I'm not betting on this game just because of that. You're out because the textile ball is dumb. I don't even want to look at plus 10. Take, take North Carolina state. They're winning the textile bowl. Like what's the bragging rights. If you win the textile (laughs) bowl, that's a good question. (laughs) What do you get? You are the greatest textile school in the South. (laughs) I like how this is bothering Joe. He's just annoyed now at this. 
I mean, these people. Out yeah. of all things to call it, that's just not exciting at all. Uh, they've won once. NC State has won once since 2004 with this big rivalry for the, in the textile bowl. Isn't it? Well, I was going to say, isn't it weird? We, we've never heard of this. But then you th the more you think no. about it, it's not weird. No one wants to talk about it. That, we're, yeah, exactly. we're diving into the angles no one wants here. All right, Joe, what's your, uh, what's your next game you want to throw out there? Uh, all right, I'm going to go to the Big Ten. And Nebraska is getting five against Sparty. Sparty, nice win last week at yeah. Miami. We like that one getting the points. We weren't quite sure that they were going to pull off the upset, but they did. I'm surprised Michigan State is sitting here at 3-0 thus far. Uh, Nebraska, they're 2-2, two two, but they've been competitive. I, you know, they kind of hung around last week against Oklahoma. So back-to-back -back roadies, Oklahoma and Michigan State, never easy. But I think I kind of have to flip. Like, Adrian Martinez has done enough to say, Joe, you're, you're a complete moron for the millionth time in your life. Like, he completed 76% of his passes against the Sooners uh, last week. And if you look at some of the offensive metrics, they're near the top in the Big Ten. So I'm getting five against Michigan State. I'm going to take those five. I'm going to take the Huskers here. And uh, hopefully they have something left after Oklahoma last week. Yeah, Adrian Martinez may not be as bad as, as we've made him out to be. Now, is it fair that he's got to stay in college for seven years? He was bad those previous years? seasons. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a part he's, of it. If you get to stay in college for seven years, you get to figure out the, to play the game pretty well after He's a, a super-duper senior. Yes. That's the thing. Is he year. as old as we think he is? Or is, did he just start playing young and we're just used to him on the field? Because when you first said it a couple weeks ago, like there, there's always those guys in college sports that it feels like they stay around longer. Duke used to have them yeah. in basketball. It was like this guy's still here. He's been. Well, didn't he have a brother? He had team? a. He had a brother. I mean, that that might be the confusion. Oh, the Adrian Martinez. Yeah, I believe so. So he had a so so he had a brother that played in Nebraska as well. Is that why we think this? I think so. Okay, but not, that would make I'm some not, sense. Yeah, I forget what it was. I just okay. feel like yeah, it was Taylor Martinez, right? Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes right? sense. Uh, it's, it sounds believable. I'll put it that way. I, I, I buy into I, I get it. I get what you're saying. But yeah, yeah it was Taylor Martinez and it was Adrian Martinez. But we're saying all Martinez's are the same. It's basically what we've been doing all year. Basically, we're done with the Martinez family. He was a quarterback yeah. in Nebraska, too, Taylor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did they go one to the other? Did they have anyone in between? Or have I been watching Martinez play quarterback no, for eight Ta years? Taylor's 31, <laughs> Taylor's 31 years old now. There was a bit of a gap, I think. Okay. Well, that <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, this makes some sense because it feels like we've been watching. Honestly, I thought it was the same guy for a if, decade. <laughs> that's. I was gonna say, how many years he's been under center there? It's the same player. Okay, this makes way more sense. This would be as if this is like a sad version of the Mannings, <laughs> like the Martinez brothers playing quarterback like, and not a high level. Been there. Give Cooper some respect. <laughs> All right, let me throw my last one in quickly. I, we I seriously like, thought it was the same guy. I did. I did. Okay, that makes sense. All right, I like Mississippi State getting points at home against LSU. LSU's in trouble. Their defensive line's banged up. Uh, Orgeron might be on the hot seat very quickly here. And I, I'm, I like Coach Al. I think he's funny. Whatever he's talking and giving a speech, he makes me laugh. And he won a title a couple of years ago. But they're in a bad way. And I, I can't get out of my head what happened when they played UCLA. They got pushed around. And I think Mississippi State getting points at home. That feels like an upset. I could see Mississippi what, State winning that game. What's that number right now? Because uh, I know earlier in the week it crossed through the key number of three, which I found interesting. Yeah, two and a half last time I saw it earlier this morning. So I, I could see okay, Mississippi so. State winning the game. A what bang about LSU? Another Oklahoma bounce back. 
after a one possession game against Nebraska, laying only 17 people down on them. Wouldn't surprise me. Not one of my favorites, but something I'm taking a look at. By the way, FanDuel, Clemson, nine and a half now. Oh. NC State's winning that game. The textile oh, wow. bowl. This time it's coming home to NC State. All right. <laughs> Our guy, Jill Gallant, will join us next. His favorite props plays for week three in the NFL. This is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.